Welcome to Off the Gram. We are so excited that you have decided to come join us on our journey today. Uh, my name is Jamie and I sound like a cruise director or a flight attendant, <laughs> but I am very excited to introduce you guys to uh, my cohorts in crime here and myself, and that is the purpose of this episode today. We want to give you a little intro to what we're all about. So what is the show all about? So we kind of like to think of it like The View, but with a, a, a round table of wellness babes instead, uh, giving our opinions. So each week... We're going to be joined by our special guest to help you guys live your best life, channel your inner inner girl boss, and navigate the ever-changing landscape of wellness and social media. Uh, and, and who are we? And why have I been doing all the talking so far? <laughs> well, that's simple. We each had our jobs for this podcast, and mine was to write the script. So don't worry, though. We're, we're actually all this type A. But uh, and I, by the way, that's another topic for another day, but I don't think you should ever apologize apologize for that. I will never apologize for my type anus. But, you know, I think we're all going to dive into who we are today and give you guys a little backstory. Thanks, Jamie. I truly appreciate your type anus. And I sound like a phone sex operator today. I've been talking so much, not yelling at my children, I swear. Um, but uh, I'm Megan, and I want to add another fun reason we decided to start this t- podcast together, because it's based on who we all are in our backgrounds. We've each had successful careers long before the influencer culture became a thing. So we have a thing or two to say, and we're not afraid to speak our minds. We've seen the rise of the influencer influencer culture. See that phone sex operator Uh voice? I'm getting tripped up on my words. We're sometimes style over substance rules, and we think there's room for both. So we've joined, we're going to be joined by a mix of influencers, experts, celebs, and icons to dive deep and help us all live our best lives. So that said, let's dive into who the heck we are. Um, Hopefully I won't stumble over myself. (laughs) Um, My name is Megan. I am a mother of three. I've got a nine, a seven, and a six-year-old. I like to call them Irish triplets because they're all about 15 months apart. Um, I've been in the media for, oh, gosh, almost 25 years, which makes me 20, 44, not 24, <laughs> if you're trying to try to do some quick math. I started when I was 18. Um, I'm now the executive editor of Good Housekeeping Magazine. I've been the executive editor there for five-plus years. I was also um, the fitness director at um, Self Magazine, was the architect of the Self Challenge, uh, so I am... Kettlebell spin certified. I'm an ACE certified trainer for almost 15 years. Before that, I was at Cosmo, so I can also give you some sex advice. I even wrote a waterproof sex position book. What? What? Oh, yes. It was called The Aqua Sutra. It's true. It's true. I also wrote Naughty Notes to Leave Your Guy. But the book I'm really excited about is the one that I'm working on now for Penguin Random House, which is called The Fully Charged Life. So when I'm not editing a magazine or doing TV segments for Live with Kelly, or life hacking all the things I am writing oh. and momming hard. Yes. Woo-hoo. Wow. That's a hard act to follow. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Hi, guys. I'm Christine, um, and I'm super excited to be here with my girls. I actually met all of them through social media, which is kind of fun and exciting, and it's a whole new world for me. Um, I started as a fashion editor at a bunch of different women's magazines, um, gosh, about 
like you, maybe 20 years now, I'm aging myself. I too am 44. And um, that's something I'm still working on saying, I am 44. Yes, I'm 44. I feel like I'm 13. Um, I have lots of energy and love for life. And I have a website, nycpretty.com, that I run now that shares my love of fashion, fitness, beauty, um, health, travel, all the things, and how I do it in a happy and healthy way, and hopefully inspire you guys to join along. Um, and yeah, I just, I'm having a great time. I'm super excited to be here with these girls and see where this takes us. So, hi. Yay. Yay. <laughs> um, thanks, Christine. Mm-hmm. So this is Heidi. And um, I am also a mom of three. I have four-year-old twins and a one-year-old. Uh, and I am a yoga expert and instructor. I created, wrote, and produced the entire yoga program that is on all of the Microsoft computers around the world. So if you have... No big deal. Yeah. <laughs> no big deal. <laughs> so I know my alignment, yo. <laughs> if, uh, if you have a computer that runs Windows anywhere in the world, you have my program. It has a video encyclopedia. It has 60 routines, 30 minutes, 15, 10, 5. All those things, um, you can do my yoga. And you will also be able to do my yoga January of 2020 on my app, which will be called Crossflow Yoga with Heidi Christopher. Um, so excited. So excited. (laughs) Thanks. Uh, Named because one of the classes I created was called Crossflow X, which is power yoga, hit, kundalini. It makes you feel awesome. You sweat, you move. Um, so that's another one of my babies, but yeah, I mean, I am so excited to be here with my girls and, uh, wait, wait, Heidi, can we back up? Cause I need to tell everyone you're also a soap, former soap star. Yeah. That's major. <laughs> so, well, we were both actresses, Megan. I know, but I'm, I'm way more excited about you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was, I was on a soap called as the world turns for a decade. Head so spinning. We should rebun those and watch those. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, it's like hard to find reruns of soaps. I feel like I can find reruns of like Law and Order, mm-hmm. reruns of White Collar, you know, the ones that were like series, but mm-hmm. the soaps, they don't do reruns. So. Damn them. There's a few movies you can find me in if you look real hard. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. We talk about those in other episodes. Oh, so Sutra, the movie. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the first movie I did was called Screaming Dead. Oh my so God. So there you go. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> and they were more legit. <laughs> Unreal. And that's me. Yes. Yay, it's so and cool. we love you. Yep. Well, I love you. Oh, I also am very committed to a vegetarian lifestyle. So that is another point about me. But. Yes. One of the things I love about this is Jamie. I'll get to me. But one of the things I love about Heidi is that she really lives what she speaks. And she really lives the, the values and the principles of yoga, which is very rare these days because lots of people like to say they do yoga and then they're <laughs> just big old meanies in real life. So I am Jamie Hess. I am NYC Fit Fam on Instagram. My Instagram account was started after my husband, George, proposed to me on a treadmill at Barry's Boot Camp. So that was the beginning of our love story. And the funny thing is, um, he's 20 years older than me, although we never even noticed because our, our shared passions are dance music and fitness. So it's, and he's, I mean, he looks like, you know, 
You guys know what he looks like. He looks hot. He's definitely in better shape than he was when he was 18. Let's put it that way. But when I first brought him to Barry's, he thought he was going to like maybe have a stroke and die on the treadmill because it was like Aww. such a hard class. But like it turned out to be kind of like the bedrock of our whole relationship. So he proposed to me there. And fun fact, my mom is Joan London. She um, hosted Good Morning America for 20 years. And so because my mom was there at this enga- this proposal... It surprised me. She like popped out. I was like, what? My mom at Barry's. And then he was on one knee and everything happened very fast. But um, because she was there, it ended up on page six and, you know, the New York Post here, there, everywhere. And it kind of started our public facing persona as like a fit couple. And so we went with it. And we started NYC Fit Fam on a lark. We were never trying to be influencers. Neither of us are millennials. We didn't even believe that being an influencer was a job because I didn't grow up in that t- that kind of a time. I was a PR executive for almost 20 years and I was the SVP of a, a great company for, for you know, last six years before I was doing this full time. So it never occurred to me that NYC Fit Fam could become like my job. We were just sharing our fitness journey with the world. But then we had our first son and something happened while I was pregnant. I remember like looking at him and, my, and being like, babe, all these people I don't know are following us. It's so <laughs> weird. And I think people like following my fit pregnancy journey and it took off. And this is in this day and age when you hit lightning in a bottle and you have an Instagram account that really takes off, you kind of run with it. So this became a full scale platform for me to share my tips on fitness, nutrition, wellness, and and parenting and like life hacks for busy moms. But I think that kind of brings us back to the whole point of why we started this podcast, right? Which is that it's great that we've all found success as influencers. Megan, you obviously still have a a very high-powered, wonderful corporate job. Um, You know, the three of us have our own paths as influencers, and we also have kind of other lanes, right? Um, obviously, Heidi, you're a yoga expert, and Christine, you do a lot with fashion, and I'm on QVC as uh, selling their athleisure brand, and I do a lot of on-air stuff talking about wellness. But none of us are that traditional 23-year-old influencer that, and I mean no disrespect, so please don't take it that way at home. But I think we all know the type. You can take a picture of an acai bowl in front of a, you know, a, a millennial pink background, mm-hmm. but do you have a POV and is it well-founded? So what we were finding when the four of us were talking um, and with our other influencer friends, we talked a lot about this with our, our gir- girl, Allie, the sweat life, and some of our other really great friends that helped us come up with this idea. There's a lot of like nonsense out there and fluff. And so we wanted to use our power for good and not evil. And we wanted to get together and talk about a topic each week, kind of like they do on The View, only hopefully we won't yell at each other, but, um, and bring on, yeah, respectfully, (laughs) and bring on an expert every week, uh, you know, somebody that is either an expert or an influencer, but with, you know, a backbone, uh, or it could be a celebrity or an icon in the space. Bring, bring somebody on each week to chat about this topic with us because there's so many topics out there that are like, is it myth? Is it fact? What's going on? You know, we hear all this stuff about wellness, how much of it is BS, how much of it is worth 
you know, worth really diving into. And so that's what we are here to do. I love that you girls talked about your age. I think we should all be proud of our age. I'm surprised I did that. I don't know. That just came out. It's great because you know what? None of us are old, but we're also not young. We've all lived a little life. And I think we, there's a little meat to that. I think that's a little and there's confidence. A substance to that. And confidence. So much confidence that comes with age. And Megan likes to find the yay in her day. I find the yay at every, yeah. every day. I didn't mention that. I also do something called the yay list, which is like gratitude 2.0, which is a way of documenting and, and retraining your brain to, to automatically see the good. Yay. Yay. That's such a powerful, powerful way to change your life. It really is. It's fun. And, and just really owning your age, too. Like, I love that you mm-hmm. said, you know, the other day, you were like, I love my age. I'm mm-hmm. grateful for my age. And I feel the same way. And Christine, and I think yeah, it's... I think I'm coming to... It's okay to, to, be, it's to feel different about it. I think with me, it's just that I just don't feel at all like close to my age. And I, I get so confused. It's like, how did it happen so fast? Where where did time fly? My husband's 10 years older than me, but the two of us run around on like, we don't have licenses, we don't have cars, or we don't have a license, <laughs> but like, we bike, we snowboard, we surf, we run. There's so many things that we do, and we have a love of life. I'm not saying that you can't mm-hmm. if you're older, but I just feel so much younger. Age is an attitude, not yes. a number. Yes. Yes. That's exactly yeah. what I was going to say. You took the words out of my mouth, Megan. Mm-hmm. It was perfect. Yeah. So maybe I'll just keep Maybe, yep. you know, eventually I, I won't grow old. <laughs> I think that the reason that we bring up age is because of the experience that yeah. comes with it. And now there's plenty of people that could be a hundred years old and don't, haven't like taken the time mm-hmm. to like dig deep and mm-hmm. learn. But the four of us have taken the time to dig really deep into the topics that matter to us. And that's what we're looking to share. That's absolutely right. And I was, because I was in PR, it was very interesting. I was on the other side of all of this. So I represented brands like Barry's Bootcamp and a lot of fitness, wellness, a lot of consumer packaged goods. So like protein bars and drinks and beverages, all these different things that were in the wellness space. So I was the one hiring the influencers to talk about the brands. And Jamie hired me. Yes. <laughs> It's so funny because when Heidi and I became friends like down the line recently and then we went to email each other, we realized we were already in each other's email because I had used her on a brand campaign. But, you know, it was so interesting because I was on the front lines of wellness in a different capacity. You know what I mean? I was like helping the brands tell their story in a different way. And now I feel like as an influencer, you're even more in the trenches. Like we are getting to try all of the products before they come to market. We are on the yoga mats next, you know, taking class from the top people next to the fitness editors, listening mm-hmm. to the conversations. And I think it's really cool yeah. that we and can I share about everyone that. Everyone takes us, like you said, with age, everyone does take us a little more seriously because of the experience mm-hmm. and uh, being a fashion editor for so long. I remember back then it was so different because you had a firsthand look at fashion shows and everything before there was social media. So we really got to meet the designers and do all of that first, bef- you know, weeks and months before. I still think of editors as the OG yeah. influencers because oh, yeah. if we decide to cover something, Good Housekeeping has an audience of like 40 million total yeah. audience. It's one in five American women. If we decide that this sparkle pumpkin is cool <laughs> yeah. or like this leopard print is happening right now or this beauty cream is worth your money because it's been vetted by the experts in the Good Housekeeping Institute, that means something in a way that an Instagram post couldn't, mm-hmm. right? I mean, I think editors and magazines were the original influencers. 
And that's a lot of what we want to dive into on this show. So there's a lot of people on Instagram promoting a lot of things, talking a lot of game. What is true? What is not? Because they don't have, they're not held to the same journalistic standard that an editorial department of a huge magazine is. It's the Wild West. The, people can say anything. They can say anything. It does not have to be true. And so we want to help you muddle through like what what is worth following? What trends are worth following? And which ones should you throw out the window? And I think all of us here have that ingrained in our head that we do have that sort of media you know, background. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So well, even when we're promoting things on Instagram, we feel that obligation to only put it out there if it's something that we love and that we would use or that we stand behind. And I think we can all relate to that. And we all do that on our own account. So. Totally. And I assume that everybody does that. Yeah. And it's like, They don't, right? So it's really important to have this conversation because there's a lot of me started on the fake yoga teachers, right? (laughs) Oh yeah, never taught a class. We're gonna dive in deep to that because it's you know what? It's not just phony; it's dangerous. Very. Mm -hmm. So we're here to keep you safe. (laughs) Yeah, and we're not all doom and gloom. I mean, we're gonna have fun. We're Mm -hmm. we are. Pretty damn funny, if I do say so myself. So <laughs> we like to laugh and find the yay. <laughs> yeah. So we're gonna, you know, we're gonna do all sorts of things. And 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 between the four of us, so Christine, Christine doesn't have kids, so God bless. We can all just live vicariously through her, like quiet, like happy, staying house. Well, my nieces are like going out go to home. dinners late at night. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I do sleep in sometimes, oh, but I wow. also I think because I don't what have kids, I? I also put a lot of pressure on myself to do 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 do, and I never stop. I don't shut off. So Mm -hmm. I have to watch that too. I have to sort of take some time for myself and, you know, even, you know, take a breath, take a step back. But I I have a lot of fun and I do. I love life. I love my husband. I love, I love everything I do. And I want to share that with you guys and, um, you know, spread the love. (laughs) I think that's why we get along. Like, I think, you know, people love to complain, especially in New York. They love to, they love to like wallow. Like it's somehow cool to like wear your like misery as like, like a loose cloak. Like I'm just always so, it's like, no guys. I think the reason that people follow us all on Instagram and feel free to chime in, but I really think sometimes in today's world, just being like at ground zero type of like just breaking even is enough. People are like, oh, you're just like happy and you get up at a, a you know, a pretty early hour and you go to bed at a normal time and you like, you, you eat pretty clean and you get to the gym pretty much every day. And you're just like, you're pretty happy. You're not like, you know, like a gazillionaire, but like, you're just like a happy person. And, oh, you have a relationship with a husband and you're happy and balance. Yeah. It's like yeah. people just want to know how to do that. And I think that's what we try to deliver every day. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. So in the spirit of delivering uh, what we do, I think, Christine, what, what yes. do you got for well, us? We have a section um, called Sweat This, where we share a product or an item that we love and we're loving this week and um, that might change our life or something you just want to have others try. I swear by face mist and face spray. <laughs> um, I live in New York. I have a very dry apartment and I literally... Spritz. She's spraying water in her face. Yeah, it doesn't even matter the brand. I like this one is Avene. Avene? 
I'd be I'm so scared my mascara would be all over my face. <laughs> yeah, I haven't used those for since like no. the Evian sprays of yes. like the 90s. On the so plane. I love this. This is actually, I use this in the morning to set my makeup. So like if you put on your um, foundation or whatever, I actually, especially if I'm doing TV segments, I don't usually wear foundation. But when I do, I feel like I have such dry, cakey face that, um, right now. unless I have, uh, I have a long <laughs> foundation. But when you put this on, like I did it this morning, I put the foundation on and then I sprayed this and I walked away and I let it set. And then you can put the blush in other things, so it helps just... And then at the end, set that also. But at night, um, I literally wake up in the winter like three times a night, and John... Um, sorry, Her John. Husband. I'm throwing you Christine's under the bus. Husband. My husband, Christine. Um, he now is like, where's that rose water face spray of yours? Because uh. at night, it's so dry in our apartment that we are now in the habit of spraying Wait, your faces. husband is such a dude. You're oh, telling yeah. me that your dude <laughs> husband uses <laughs> rose water <laughs> face spray? Man, man. Yeah, you guys know John. John Harasari. Um, he's this um, amazing photographer. Big, amazing photographer. He shoots everything for NYC Pretty and for a lot of mm-hmm. the girls here at this mm-hmm. table. Um, and for brands. And he was like, actually a creative director back in the day. That's actually... Wait, can we discuss how you met? met? Right. Yeah, Can we discuss that's how, how you we met? met. Um, we met at Sesame Street, um, Sesame's <laughs> parents magazine. He was the art director, and I was the intern at the time. <gasps> it's so spicy. Yeah. I love it. Because <laughs> oh, 10 years. Yes, no. 10 years. So I was his intern, and we're both, so we found out we're both from the same hometown, both went to the same college, FIT in Manhattan, and then wound up at Sesame Street parents, but we never met because of the age difference. So I walk into Sesame Street, and he comes over, and he's like, hi, I'm John Herr. I'm from Monroe, too. And I was like, oh, my goodness. I come to New York, and I meet a guy from Monroe. I wanted to get out of my hometown. And, you know, so I'm very glad it happened, though. Long story short, we worked together ever since. And now he is um, all the creative and the visuals behind NYC Pretty. And, and I, I mean, I, I couldn't be happier working with him. We, we got along from day one. He's just a fun, loving guy. If you know John, he's um, a lot of the girls know him because he was the creative director at, like, Fitness and a lot of magazines where a lot of my beauty editor friends worked with him alongside him so he's shot some of the weddings of beauty editors and um it's hard not to it's hard not to love john sorry i will stop talking about him because he hates being talked oh, about but he's he like our favorite person he met in real life because he was shooting something that i was doing for shade oh that's right yeah. yes mm-hmm. yeah so anyway he's a great guy um yeah. and i forgot oh we started talking about john because yes so he does use the face spray and Sorry, John. I, I gave your secret away. <laughs> Our apartment is dry, and we use face spray. And so, here, try it. I don't. I have so much makeup <laughs> on right now. So when you do have a lot of makeup on throughout the day, it helps you freshen up and feel hydrated. Because you know when you can start to feel yeah. tight? Mm-hmm. So it does that, or it works for me. And um, you can pop them in your purse and on your desk or whatever. I love it. That was a way too long explanation, but I like... All right. So Heidi, what's your sweat this? My sweat this is um, travel yoga mats. You guys, this is a yoga mat. Come on. This can fit in any luggage, any bag. It so is, describe, it, yeah, describe what you got so people is, can it is keep, the size, know at home. You know those manila envelopes? It is exactly the size of a manila envelope. Obviously, oh. it's a little thicker, but honestly, if I were to have folded this properly, it wouldn't be thicker. I just didn't um but it's it's the the most thin yoga mat ever and funny story when I first got into yoga um I couldn't believe how expensive yoga mats were (laughs) so I saw like on one of the websites they had like a travel mat and I didn't know what it meant (laughs) but it was less than half the price of all the rest of them so I bought it and I, I had it until like 
for, for 10 years. And like, it literally has like the treads of my toes, you know, from like flipping the toes from up dog to down dog. Um, so I had to get a new one, but, uh, but travel yoga mats in general are just, it, then you have no, this one is from yoga lab design. Oh, but I lots, like them. Yeah. They're a great company, but, um, it, because it's almost like a yoga towel and a yoga mat in one, the top is like one of those, you know, skidless yogi toes, yoga towels. That's the texture of it. Um, so again, one less thing you need to carry with you if that's your jam, they're not as thick as a regular yoga mat. So they're not going to give you padding for your knees if you need that. However, you can put it, I put it on every hotel room floor I've ever stayed in. I put it on grass. I, I mean, really like this thing, travel yoga mats go with me everywhere. And that way there is absolutely zero excuse to not make my back and my body feel good. So another tidbit about me is one of the reasons I got so into yoga was that I was in a horrific car accident when I was 18. I was at a red light, totally stopped and somebody in an SUV, not looking at the road, didn't even put on his brakes at all and rear-ended my car and totaled it. And they thought I was going to be paralyzed. They thought I would never move my neck again. It was a whole thing. And they were so concerned with my neck that they never actually took imaging of my lumbar spine. And I was complaining of pain. But since I was 18, they were like, oh, you're 18. You don't know anything. And it's coming from your neck. And I was like, no, it's my lower back. It really hurts. And they were like, eh, it's your neck. And I fast forward to many years later, I was walking up Broadway and I got this like rip-roaring pain through my body and collapsed. Mm-hmm. Like I, I hugged a street lamp or I would have face planted <laughs> on Broadway. Um, and it was sciatica. The scar tissue, I had in fact broken two of my oh, lumbar vertebra. Goodness. And the scar tissue had finally gotten so big that it hit my sciatic nerve. Oh, God. So yoga, at that point, all these spinal surgeons were like, well, you need a metal rod, you need surgery, you need this. And I was like, I don't think I do. And I don't know how at that young age I had that like inner strength to be like, you're wrong, surgeons mm-hmm. and doctors, because that's scary, because they're the experts, you know, ostensibly. And um, I developed a yoga program with a PT and with a spinal surgeon to strengthen all of the little muscles that surround the spine. And I didn't, not only did I not need spinal surgery, but um, from the neck damage from that car accident, I had straightened my cervical spine and I had multiple herniations. And I have imaging, I have film of that crazy, like messed up straight cervical spine with the herniations. And now all the curvature is back. And the herniations are gone. That's crazy. It's like a miracle. It's it's yoga. yoga. <laughs> so my yoga mat goes with me everywhere. So that sweat I, that. Yeah, we could have used that Travel this weekend. That. I had it. <laughs> she had hers. We were we were at a dude ranch together with our families. We decided to take a trip together over the weekend, and we both left our husbands with our kids so we could go to yoga together. True well, story. Well, napped, kind of. Yeah, ish, kind of. Ish. No, I have a question. Does yeah. that do you teach? On vacation, so did you get a less a private I, lesson? I, I, or? I volunteered her. I was like, "Hey, Heidi, do you want to like maybe there's a gym there? You want to like work out together, and maybe you could just like help me flow." <laughs> it's my pleasure when it's a friend and someone I love. <laughs> yeah, I just I always try to bring like a world class yoga teacher on vacation with me every time I go anywhere. I'm jealous of your Insta stories. I, was was, like, I, want to I know. Next time, it was fun. It was a good flow. Um, so Megan, or what's going on? Yeah, Megan, go for it. Go. Sweat this. My- I can't wait to hear. My sweat this are my pink bunny eyes glasses. They're so cute. Oh, I cannot I take can't them. See them. I'm super obsessed with these pink bunny eyes glasses. But even beyond the fact that they're pink, the Happy. coolest part of these glasses, though, is that they Amazing. move in all different directions. So, cool. so you can bend them down. You can adjust the um, 
what do you call it? Like the the earpiece, Arm. the arms, so that you can turn them into opera glasses. You can put one behind your ear. They're really great if you're getting your hair colored so or if you want to like read so. in bed. So Jenny Hutt, who has a, a radio show on Sirius, who is a friend of mine and, and awesome sauce, created these with her sister. Their mom, we have something in common. Our, we, I lost my dad to pancreatic cancer. She lost her mom to punk, pancreatic cancer. And as we were bonding, she created these after her mom, Bunny. Mm, and that's why they're called cute. bunny eyes. Um, but they are, this is my 17th pair because oh, wow. I, I break them because I will basically sit on them at some point oh, in right. one day, every day. As one does. Um, I put those on because, so those are prescription, right? You no, no, no. So these are just readers because I mentioned I'm 44, correct? <laughs> um, what happens in your early 40s is sometimes, oftentimes, it will happen. You won't be able to see. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay, that hasn't happened yet, so when it does, I need those. You need these desperately because okay. they're so fun. Like sometimes I, I don't cute. even need to be wearing them because I can see you right now, but. Yeah. I just like my pink they're glasses. Pink. They're too cute. And, and they, and they come in normal person patterns. I just like to stand out. Yes. I well, well and that we love that. <laughs> Jamie, it's our okay. turn. What so I, I have like a very kind of generic sweat this today. I did not bring any specific product. What I brought was a bottle of water. And it does happen to be Essentia, but I'm not promoting Essentia, although I do like Essentia. <laughs> I also really like Poland Spring, Smart Water, and Fiji. So uh, what I will say, though, um, is the reason I brought this particular size bottle of water is to demonstrate my obsession with hydration and what I do every single day. I am literally a hydration geek. Like I won't shut up about hydration, but it's also because I feel like someday I'm going to write like the next great American like diet book. And it's just going to be, it's going to be a hundred pages and it's going to look like a beautiful coffee table book. And then it's just going to be 99 blank pages. And in the middle, it's just going to say, go to bed early, like schedule your workouts and drink water. And like that is the answer to everything. But my biggest like life hack is about drinking water. But I hate drinking water. Like I hate it. Same. I, I hate it. I don't like, want to have to pee. Day I saw you yeah, no, like it makes me gag. Like I don't yeah. like it. And I will put in additives like Heidi and I both love a product called SOS. And I, we there's products that I do like if I'm going to sip my water. But like I don't need to – ain't nobody got time for that. Yeah. Yeah. So what I do is I take – this size bottle of water, which is um, how many? This is 33.8 fluid ounces. So it's a quart, right? It's a quart of water. And, You're so smart. And I, I can't do that four math. times a day. I do it. And I, when I say that I, d- I will down this whole thing in one chug, like college keg chug time type of situation, I will sit there and I will down the entire thing. So basically what I'm saying that I do is I take water like medicine because it is medicine and I treat it like medicine. The byproduct is, other than having to pee a lot, mm-hmm. um, my skin obviously has improved so much. My sleeping has improved. It energizes me throughout the day. And most importantly, um, most of the time when I think I'm hungry, I was actually dehydrated, as it turns out. Um, and I will dive all into my, like, you know, kind of like fitness and weight loss, like at a later date. But suffice it to say that I always struggled with my weight growing up. I was perpetually 10 pounds overweight. Yeah, I've been a fitness influencer for the last few years, but it wasn't until recently that things really came together. I never had a six pack until after my first son was born. Which I have two kids. I don't know if Such mentioned goals. that, but I, I have a four year old and a six month old, two boys. And, um, it kind of came together after them. So anybody who thinks that you cannot get back in shape after having a baby, mm-hmm. um, you can, but a huge part of my 
fitness nutrition regimen is quite simply chugging four bottles of water a and day. I walked in on you doing it the other day, and I was like, "What are you doing?" It's super and she weird. Was literally chugging it's weird. Water. When and people it see me do it, it's weird. But I wow. ain't no shame in my game. I'm gonna keep doing it. <laughs> no, it's good. I it's do it every morning. Headaches. It helps with headaches. It helps with headaches as well. Yeah, you do it first thing, right? First thing. So that would make me puke. But yes, yes, I believe in it. <laughs> Doctor Oz recommends. Oh it. yeah, no, everyone recommends it. It's good. It's yeah. good. And I put SOS in my first one. Yeah, no, that's smart. That's smart. I just can't afford to have to pee. I commute from New Jersey, and if I have to pee on the bus, there's no bathroom on the bus. I hear you, girl. Mama's not having no that much water in the morning. (laughs) Yeah, no. I almost one time had to pee so bad on the bus that I thought I was going to throw up and piss myself, and and had like scripted in my mind what I would tell the bus driver. Were you going to like pull the emergency? I was going to just say. I have peed my pants. <laughs> my jacket is tied around my waist. I'm sorry, but I peed my pants. We did. <laughs> so you what did you it, do? Right? You got out and ran? I got, thankfully, we got to Port Authority just in time, and I went into the scariest bathroom of oh, my life, yeah. stood up, and went yep. potty. I say potty because I got all of the kids, mm-hmm. um, And but it was close. So it was, I, that's so close. Bad for women, right? it, uh, yeah, super oh, bad. For you. I do that a lot sometimes. Yeah. So now I'm just perpetually dehydrated, Jamie. Mm. You're gonna you're gonna be a good influence on me, though. Yeah. Well, so midday. I think we have a chug challenge at some point. Ooh. A water chug. All right. I like it. I like it. I think it should be. Yeah. Thing. No, it's definitely an issue because yeah. I'm like, uh, I think I mentioned this earlier. I'm on QVC and that is my, well, like one of my primary jobs. So I'm back and forth there. They, they, we film in, um, Pennsylvania. Uh, it's live where I'm on the air live in Pennsylvania, either one or two times a week, most weeks. So I am back and forth to Pennsylvania and that is a two and a half hour mm-hmm. train ride. And quite often I will chug a bottle of water in Penn or on the other end. And then halfway there, I'm like, why did I do that? Why <laughs> trains that? have bathrooms. That's the good thing about a train. Yeah, sometimes there's oh, scary. I'm, I, you know what? I am like, I have a, uh, we should do an episode on phobias. Totally. Because I have some weird ones. Public bathrooms. <laughs> but public bathrooms, when I say it skeeves me, it's like a whole new level of like, I, uh, like, I'd rather pee in my pants. I'll, pee, I'll <laughs> pee my pants before I'll go. I've had the thought of like, I could just use my kid's diaper. Oh, right. <laughs> Like you're in the car riding shotgun. You're like, you know what? I could pee in a diaper right now. It doesn't fit totally perfectly, but it's absorbent. God bless my husband because he knows how bad my phobia is. So every time we're in a restaurant, you may have noticed this, Heidi, when we are on vacation. Every time Mason's like, I got to pee. I'm like, babe. You got this? So wait, I just, if you're in a restaurant, you can't, like if it's a nice restaurant, but let's say you're at the plaza. Here's the deal. <laughs> I will change a diaper anywhere. Like when there's a changing station right. and when my babies are small enough to have diapers, no problem. To take him in and have to like touch the toilet or, oh, okay. or like put up the seat or any of that. I'm sorry. That is a man's work. But what about you? Oh, I so know. Can you use me? a bathroom at like a nice restaurant? If I absolutely have to, yeah, I will squat. Mm-hmm. Really? But wow. I'd prefer, like, when I'm beginning of a race, because I, my husband and I run, oh, yeah. I'll go in the woods. No problem. Not yeah, a porta potty. Bother me not I was a soccer player. I yeah. would, I would poop yeah. in the woods. Oh yeah. It's cleaner. Well, poop's a different story, but like, I would yeah, do it. I don't know about it's that. Much cleaner to go outside. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I carry portable toilet seats for my children. Uh, oh smart. yeah. Oh yeah. That's smart. That's smart. I'm just they like the queen out. of Purell. Wait, are they like fabric, like a plastic? Well, I have two paper? different kinds. So I have the paper one. It's called Squatty Potty. Christine, right? this is like a whole new world. Yeah. I know. Squatty Potty, I thought no, Squatty oh, Potty is that for, the grown-up for one? For grown-ups. Yeah, uh-huh. No, these are actually they. So first of all, 
like plenty of brands make those uh, the like paper-ish ones right. that actually they have like little tape on the bottom so they'll stick well because uh-huh. I have twins like, so it's like up. so that way I don't uh, use two right. every time they have to pee oh. um, but also there are these like plasticky things that fold up to like the size of your palm oh. kind of um, like your yoga mat all those yeah, 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 yeah. things so Heidi likes things. things that fold she sure do I sure <laughs> do <laughs> keep things too so what happens now, now I'm very intrigued uh-huh. you put this plastic thing on the dirty toilet totally so then what do you how do you touch it to get you it back it? into your no what do you the do? paper ones you can dispose of right. the plastic ones I have I would use like an, a disinfectant well you after. then you put it in a uh-huh. you take it back home with you no, this conversation is giving me anxiety <laughs> Or you take you keep no it. the plastic one is reason. anxiety anxiety I can't even oh my god you, you should use the paper and then put the plastic one on top of it so oh the kids boy don't fall in the but toilet. the truth is the toilet is the least germy thing I, in the bathroom yeah. you know what dun, it's, dun, true. Dun. it's true I'm the worst offender of like I use my foot to flush the toilet oh yeah I, mm-hmm. I don't touch anything so guys I hope you're having fun listening <laughs> to this podcast so far I think we've really probably horrified you well, so actually this this you're welcome of, this sort of goes into the next thing a little bit you'll you guys at home oh I want to hear where you're going with this though Heidi you will understand well no it's the whole idea of cleanliness Mm. I mean this is like the germ variety of cleanliness Mm -hmm. right but every week on our show we will have something called take it away Megan karma she says it so awesome. But I don't sing. I Like, I was not a musical theater person, so the fact that you got me singing. I have, like, Amazing. horror stories it about... my musical theater heart very happy. Can I just tell you one story about me? This, <laughs> the fact that I'm singing the karma call cracks me up because in second grade, the teacher asked me just to move my mouth and not <laughs> sing in the school play, and I was traumatized for life. Stop it. And I can remember being in an act... I, then I was an actress. I was a theater major, and getting over, like, singing on stage was like... I, I mean, it was like a thing. Oh my god! That's kid shame. Yeah, oh, Megan is tearing up. Oh, I know. It hurts my heart. It was, my my second, yeah, it was, it, my kid. it was yeah. my second Sorry, grade music I teacher. Would want to, <laughs> <laughs> honey. Just, just move your mouth. You don't need oh to sing. Oh, terrible thing. Uh-huh. A terrible thing to say to anyone, mm-hmm. much less a child. Right? Okay. So mm-hmm. there's there's a factoid. Well, let's talk about what karma call is all about. That second grade teacher. Yeah, Megan. Singing public debut Woo-hoo. of our karma. <laughs> and karma in Sanskrit means action. So, on our show, we want to make you think, inform you, inspire you, but we don't want it to end when the show is over. So, each week, we will leave you with our karma which is a challenge. It's a takeaway as a next move of sorts. So something simple that you can take action on every week to be your very best self. And today's action, speaking of cleanliness. Yeah, because so usually we have our, our, guests, our guests doing this and we, we want them to give like one small actionable item. But today we were like, all right, let's come up with one ourselves, guys. Yes. So what we do we got? decided together that um, we find that our mental space is best when our personal is organized. So we challenge you to pick one area of your home or your work area to Marie Kondo the crap out of. I like to say Megan Murphy the crap out of yeah. it. Because <laughs> okay. I'm a life hacker. I don't edit good housekeeping for no reason. That is right. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, you guys are going to get lots of tips from oh. Megan and Christine. These two girls are like DIY 
DIY queens. Totally. Jamie just worked with a home organizer. I did. I brought in a girl. Her handle is Liberate Your Space. She actually reached out to me. I had been looking to work with a, a, a an in-home organizer because my... Side note, one of my first jobs when I was like, I refused to be a server slash waitress, uh, waitress slash actress when I first moved to New York. So... I was a personal organizer oh, organizing no people's homes. Yeah. I did not know that. It makes oh me God. so happy to organize and clean. So oh, my God. Actually... You maybe shouldn't tell us that because we're all going to make <laughs> you come over and do our houses. That, that'll be our next business. from the closet. Yeah, seriously. So I had this girl come in. And um, so anyway, she reached out to me. She's the loveliest girl. But she said, I re- she wrote me this whole, a few actually organizers had reached out to me. And this girl's vibe was so different because she was talking about how wellness is impacted by personal organization, which like I couldn't believe in more. And. And I, I think we all know that, but like, man, it's just so overwhelming sometimes to dive in and do it. So she came, she started to help me purge with two kids in a New York City apartment. It is so needed. And it kind of changed my whole life. I feel like I can breathe in my own place again. It's, it's very stressful. It, it just, it makes it clutter my brain. Yeah. I can't do something. Even if I have a huge project and I have to work on something, I'll go vacuum first. Yeah. <laughs> or I'll just, I just have to have a clean slate. And I why never doing... don't make my bed. I can't oh, not. Yeah, yeah I oh, have yeah. to have a made well, bed. It's sort of like yoga is all about creating space, right? Like space internal. And so like if you don't have space yeah. external, mm. you can't create space internal. Just like how if you don't have calm externally, it's very hard to have calm internally. It's mm. the goal, but... Totally. It helps. So my uh, my recommendation and the action item we would like to leave you guys with is to pick one area because it is too overwhelming. Do not try to clean your whole apartment or your house. It's ridiculous. You're not going to do it and you're not going to start. Let's each give our favorite place to start organizing. Well, I can give a commitment to what I'm going to organize okay. because it really needs it. My... Um, like my nightstand, my side table, my, oh, it's yeah. like my drawers. It, oh. They are, I can't even open them. Uh-huh. That's how full they are. Oh, yeah. Okay. So that needs to go. Where are you going, Heidi? My favorite, well, my favorite place that is fully organized that I continually reorganize is my closet. Um, so I have a closet that has like some drawers in it. Well, I'm going to say, wait, you're cheating. You have a beautiful closet. Well, I designed it. I designed it. I'm so jealous of her closet, but go ahead. Thanks. Um, <laughs> It's a tiny. So I I started, and this started everything. For some, oh, I know what it was. When I was in college, I had a roommate. She's still one of my best friends in the world. Despite this, she used to literally like go into my drawers and like pick out a sports bra. And P.S. She has like huge, you know, knockers, and I do not. And she would wear my sports bra and put it back in uh, dirty. Ew. So how I, and I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't always know if like the drawer wasn't fully organized, right? So what I started doing was color coordinating and perfectly folding uh, everything. So everything is like a rainbow within my drawers, which I mean, now Marie Kondo says to do, but like I've been doing this for way before she was a thing. Wow. Um, so I color coordinate and fold everything so you can visually see it. I also love color coordinating a closet because that way you're not looking for anything ever because if it's a blue shirt you know exactly where the blue right. shirt is and if it's not there it's not there it's not like you're not going to spend hours digging for it because it's either in its place or it's not you're making so me feel like a bad <laughs> adult oh, stop. i try to do that but i get you're... so many different samples and clothing and a lot but i i hope to be 
better <laughs> that one day. But I try. I start off that way, and then, like, by the end of the week or the month, it starts to It makes me so happy, and it calms me down so much to open my closet and just yeah. see order. I love it. I think <laughs> if you don't want to fold clothes and color coordinate or color code anything, one small thing that you could do is to invest, which, and it's not even a lot of money, in a Lazy Susan. Oh, I feel yeah. like a Lazy Susan, or or they call them turn, t- maybe it's more PC to call it a turntable, mm-hmm. um, is the hardest working organizing tool in your house. When everything is on a turntable, you can have a 360 degree view of it. I put my beauty products on a turntable. I put my spices on a turntable. I put my cleaning supplies on a turntable. There's no cleaning product. There's no spice. There's no hairspray left behind because you can see what you have. And when you can see what you have from all angles, you're going to use it. That's smart. No hairspray left behind. Do you use a label maker on your spices? Like uh, yes. <laughs> um, I'm a bad adult. You guys. I love an adult. I I, I'm like happening out there in the I'm world. I'm obsessed <laughs> with label makers, but it's not um, about shaming. It's about inspiring. Yeah, okay, I right. don't use this machine. I don't use them, but I am very anal, so I might go. I might switch over. Yeah, I, they're very satisfying. Oh yeah, very satisfying. Oh, yeah. But my favorite room in my house is my pantry. I actually took out a bathroom to create a pantry. I closed up the window, pulled out the plumbing, and created like a pretty awesome pantry and it's literally my favorite room in the house if you can't find me I'm just sitting in there zen maybe having a snack see that's the like if you're one place that's zen I love my pantry you just need one place oh yeah then you can grow from there but to have that's why we're saying start with one oh yeah so mine I guess we have a tiny little apartment two rooms in New York and then we were able to get a beach house in Ocean Grove New Jersey where we Jersey (laughs) we do a lot of our photo shoots and entertain a lot there and so it's actually like a real workspace too so my husband um, has his photo studio but I made a tiny bedroom into a closet and it has changed that has changed my life there so in New York I try and do the same thing I try to mimic that but it does help to I try to do what Heidi says where I color coordinate a little bit but even I I think with my workout clothes I try to roll them and put them I, that's Marie Kondo but I try to roll no them. that's Maggie Murphy <laughs> <laughs> that's Heidi 1992 yeah, yeah it is. <laughs> but it when you open those drawers and when you open the closet and you can see that you can just say okay that's that's 20 minutes right there that you can save mm-hmm. on picking out an outfit or helping organize that in your mind mentally the night before because that helps too. Doing things the night before, I find oh, like an outfit. Great or, advice. You know, lining yeah, things always. up, even if it's like packing your bag the night before. People ask me all the time, like, how the hell do you get to the gym? I mean, you too, Megan. Mm-hmm. You go to the gym at like five, and so do I. And people are like, how? And I'm like, because I don't think in yeah, the morning. Everything's um, it's done. It's organized. Mm-hmm. Fun fact about Marie Kondo: she regrammed my sister. My sister Lindsay has a, a really cool Instagram account that you guys should all be following called Doe Life, like Play-Doh. So it's D O H L I F E. She makes the most unbelievable Play-Doh creations, like stop-motion animation, like so cool. And she did a Marie Kondo one because she does a lot of like pop culture things and Marie... Uh, posted it and like oh, she got cool. like 3,000 followers in a day. I was That's like, thanks amazing. Marie Kondo. Ding, 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 ding. That's not yeah. fun. All right, guys. So this has been fun. I am glad we got to introduce ourselves to y'all. We are going to have some unbelievable guests. We cannot wait for you all to hear what's next. The next few weeks alone, we have Liz Plosser, editor-in-chief of Women's Health Magazine. Jara Foster Fell, better known as Jara Bean on Instagram. She is an Instagram creator and advocate for girl power everywhere. And the legendary fashion designer, Norma Kamali. So make sure to subscribe to never miss an episode. And don't forget to follow us off the gram podcast on Instagram. We'll see you soon. Bye.